I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We are into the final segment of today's episode of Live Mike. It's been a treat hanging out with you today. We have, we've had some good conversations today, huh? We heard from the young folks representing Democrats and Republicans here in the state. We talked a little conspiracy theory with Paul Nelson. Earlier, we learned about the uh, the studs and studettes who engage in search and rescue efforts throughout this great state. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you're going to go back and listen to a podcast, this is the day to do it. Uh, you download the KSL News Radio app powered by any hour services, you get that downloaded on your iPhone or your Android, and uh, the, I, the iPhone will run smoother. If you download that, sorry, that's just a little personal bias there. Uh, no offense, Androiders. Um, you download that, you listen to today's podcast, you're going to have uh, a treat there waiting for you. Uh, with all that said, uh, I welcome here into the studio uh, Boyd Matheson, host of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio, as well as the opinion editor of the Deseret News. And if you have been following along at home, uh, you'll know that there have been some dramatic changes come to the Deseret News here lately. The big news released just today is that that publication, uh, well over a century and a half old, will be uh, limiting its print distribution. In fact, starting January 1, uh, the Deseret News will be printed just once a week. They'll also be adding a magazine, and uh, Boyd will explain that to us in just a moment. But first, let me start this conversation with this very simple question, Boyd. Is today, is this announcement, is this a reason to mourn or to celebrate? Uh, this is a celebratory day. Uh, obviously, change is always hard, and uh, transitions like that are always difficult. Uh, but this is exciting to us because this is really about what's next. Uh, it's really about building a, a future, as you mentioned, it's 170 years. Uh, they dragged that printing press across the country uh, because they had something to say that they knew mattered to the people here in the state of Utah and to the nation. And so it was a pretty bold and audacious group that uh, started in 1850 uh, with declaring they were going to have a weekly a little weekly newspaper here in the state of Utah. And uh, so in some ways, we're kind of returning to that uh, origin in that we will have a very robust, very exciting weekend edition. Uh, interesting to note, uh, less than 25% of the subscribers to the Deseret News do take the daily. Most people have already traditioned to a week, uh, transitioned to a weekend product, uh, which also goes nationally. Some people don't uh, don't recognize that. And then, as you mentioned, we're also adding a very exciting new monthly news magazine, uh, that, again, will be featured here. A lot of the great things happening in the state of Utah, but national voices, uh, international perspective, and uh, some really exciting things ahead. So uh, you can you can pause for a moment on the on the print, but, but to us it's more important that we save the journalism. Uh, so we're going to have more journalism. We're going to have more in-depth coverage, more voices from around the country, less ink, a little less paper, a little less recycling. Uh, but for the Deseret News, this is a more day, not a less day. That's good. The the, the trend, uh, which you know we all are well aware of nationwide, has been that uh, the printed word has been on the decline. It it is a it's a miracle, honestly, that we have lasted this long as a city of Salt Lake size with two daily newspapers. If you look around the country at even cities much larger than Salt Lake, you're not going to find two daily 
printed newspaper. So to have lasted this long with the Daily is is a remarkable feat, and uh, and not as you described it, not as something you know that we've clung on to, clinging to the traditions of the past, uh, but rather as an opportunity to to grow, as you said. Yeah, and and it's really getting to readers where they are, uh, whether that's on their phone or their tablet, even an Android, uh, <laughs> as you say. Uh, it's getting where where they really are, and of course you have to recognize too that for the Deseret News. There are 500 times, 500 times more uh, people who get the Deseret News online, and 75% of those people are outside of the state of Utah. Uh, so we really have well, this unique 70, 75% of consumers of the Deseret News are from outside of the state of Utah. Outside of the state of Utah. So, will, uh, will, will this change? Will local journalism change at all moving forward? Great if, question. If that's the no, audience? The, uh, the, the con- Utah is such a unique place in the country right now, and you know this better than anyone, Lee, that what we have going here in the state of Utah is this incredible, we have our faults and flaws, but this is an amazing laboratory of democracy, and people are interested. They're interested in what's happening, what's going right in the state of Utah, and uh, Utah has a lot of things to uh, to send out uh, to the rest of the country that are great models. The way we've been able to deal with issues like immigration and refugees, balancing religious liberty and LGBTQ rights, uh, all of those things are fascinating to people all around the country, and everyone around the country is a little exhausted by what happens on the coast. Uh, some people used to say that we were kind of the the, the news for the West mm-hmm. of America, and we're really becoming more and more the news for the rest of America. But beyond those polar coasts where things are so divisive, uh, we really want to elevate the conversation, get to principle, uh, do some really rigorous, in-depth reporting. Uh, the words we keep going back to are bold, noble, and independent. So bold, big vision uh, in terms of, of where we're going Noble in that it's gonna. It's not the gotcha journalism. It's the elevated conversations that you try to do on this show every day, and we try to do in this building every day. Uh, and then it's independent. It's that rigorous journalism. People are looking for who can I trust, who's going to give me something to think about, and who's going to give me something to to do something about in my in my neighborhood, in my community, in my state, in my country. And so we're going to lead those kinds of conversations into the future. So. To me, this is all about a transformational moment. It's kind of a hinge point moment in in news and news media. Uh, but the the exciting thing is is what comes next, uh, and people are going to experience that. It's going to be a lot more of the things that they have enjoyed in the past, and an even bigger perspective uh, marching it forward. The printed edition, we, we know January 1, will become more limited. Once a week, folks will have that delivered to their homes, yet there still remain uh, you know, a big portion of the state that check in for news each day. What will the digital offerings be in terms of frequency and periodicity? Yeah, the the, the digital is really there's there's no longer any need to say stop the presses <laughs> because they won't. Uh, it is a 24-7 news cycle, uh, as we well know. And so it will be up to the minute uh, in terms of what's happening online. And then you have additional offerings in, in terms of podcasts and uh, deep dive insight in terms of both journalism and reporting, but also great voices. We're going to bring voices in from around the country, and we're going to blast Utah's voice out uh, as well. And we'll continue to to convene as well, to not just report the news, what happened, but to help shape conversations that matter. And we'll do those uh, convening. We'll bring people here to the state of Utah, and we'll travel around the country and convene leading voices on critical issues of the day. So the, the Deseret News is really expanding. This is a, as I said, a hinge point moment. But it is a moment of bigger, not smaller. This is not about less than. This is about more than and really taking things to the next level. 
we have learned today not only that there will be a uh, uh, just a weekly printing, but also you will expand into this magazine. Tell me about this magazine. Yeah, so the, so the the monthly news magazine uh, you could almost envision kind of a, a New Yorker for the rest of America. Uh, so it will be very interesting stuff in terms of deep dive content, policy issues, uh, leading thought leaders and business leaders, profiles on pop culture and sports and things that matter, uh, and just some some really interesting ways to reflect on what's going on. And again, Utah is so uniquely positioned uh, to be this voice to the country uh, on so many topics. So it'll be one of those magazines that you're going to keep around because there are going to be plenty of things to not just read once, but to go back and reread, inspire you, enlighten you, inform you in very powerful ways. I will admit that I draw very heavily from your written work to uh, to help inform my own program here. Can I expect more Boyd Matheson more. <laughs> in this new world? I'll, I'll say that very lightly. So, <laughs> my wife may say, "No, no, 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 not more." <laughs> no, there will there will be more and and more voices that uh, we have. So many great journalists. Uh, this is a this is a day to celebrate journalism and the importance of it. People are looking for things they want to trust. And, uh, yeah, it will continue to be free online uh, so people can access that 24-7. So that's going to keep coming. Newsletters are going to come. So, again, wherever you are, whatever you need, uh, it's going to be delivered right to you, served up on your phone or in an email or uh, online in a social media post uh, and a host of other contexts and uh, and formats. So uh, it is a, a big day. But again, just like the original founders of the Deseret News 170 years ago, uh, we're going to climb up Ensign Peak. We're going to plant the flag of here's a place to go for real journalism, real in-depth, real commentary and voices. Uh, and it's going to be a part that we invite everyone to come along and join the journey. All right. Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News, sharing some important information there about the future of this uh, publication, this periodical here in Utah. Looking forward to the new products. That's going to do it for today's episode of Live Mike. As I invited you earlier, I'll repeat now. Download the podcast, KSL News Radio app, powered by Any Hour Services. Excellent conversations took place here on the program today. Time for me to step aside and make way for the great Jeff Kaplan as he takes to the mic and brings you Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news next up here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.